0: I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome Welcome to Burf Barf. Barf, A show where we discuss our greatest triumphs and tribulations. Sometimes in the same episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to do like housekeeping stuff and then get like right into it because Mm -hmm. I feel like we could talk about this for two hours. Like most things. Yeah. But this one in particular. This is the first time I've wanted to talk about anything in a while. Really? Yes. after doing... Two and a half hours of trans rock. I wanted like, to well, just this put is... that in a coffin and <laughs> yeah. bury it a little bit, yeah. except for like the fun parts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, top of each episode, we always announce our new Patreons, and happy to announce uh, our four new Patreons for this episode. So, first up, Anita Swenson. Welcome, w- welcome Anita. Welcome to the Birth Barf Podcast. Thank you for joining our family. I hope I don't butcher this. I guess I could leave it to you. Late Leaf Rustwold. Yep, that sounds right. I'm going to say it one more time. Leaf Rustwold. Or or Leif. Let Leif. us know. Yeah. Um, we're going to start asking people to put in phonetic spellings. Yeah, so, I think you know. it's actually a good idea because we are going to have to say your name. Uh, My dear cousin, Corbin. Hey. Corbin. Yay. Oh, thank you. I can't believe there's a family member of yours that I haven't met yet. That also bums me out. Also, he's not... This is not an obligatory family Patreon. He's a patron because he found and likes the podcast. Aww. Yeah, so it's really sweet. I don't think a single member of my family is a patron, and I've told them multiple times. I would love to call BS on that, but I know that you said that, like, on three different episodes, and I've heard of no backlash, which means they're not listening. They're... No. They're not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh... And last but certainly not least, Amanda Stecco. Welcome, Amanda. Welcome. Welcome new barfers. Yay. <laughs> new barfers. Um, what are we talking about today? Yeah. We're talking about the Barclay Fall Classic 2019, the sixth annual Barclay Fall Classic, maybe fifth annual if you are a purist who thinks that the first year was a little different, which it was. It's funny, because I wasn't even thinking about the need to say what this episode was going to be about, because that's all we've been, Because like, you think everyone's about. sitting at home with on, with bated breath? No! Like, because we've been in it. We've been, like, in sure. the shit for, since our last episode, or since Trans yeah. Rockies, essentially. Yeah. Um, but last year we got a chance to do a pre- and post-BFC uh, episode, which I think many people... I heard from many people that were yeah, that running this year that this listened podcast. to it from last year, which I think is great. I probably should have listened to our episode. Oh yeah, from just a review. Year. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. So this today is all about the Barclay Fall Classic, the highs and the lows. Um, yeah, I did find some logistics reviews in my uh, iPhone notes. Same. So I reviewed those. I don't know that we've talked about our logistics reviews in the past, but they're definitely a helpful tool Mm -hmm. to just like, and also trash them when they stop being relevant, because I've definitely looked over old logistics reviews and be like, why would I put sunscreen on my forehead ever? Like more sunscreen, no sunscreen, less sunscreen. So after each race and or event, we do a logistics review, which is like a brain dump of anything relevant that we would want to remember from the event. Isn't even always helpful. Sometimes it's just like, I have to write this thing down or I'll forget it or whatever. But it's really helpful the next year when you're like, don't take caffeine pills in the middle of the day. And it's like, okay. Especially as we've done a couple of events more than once and it becomes like applicable even specifically to one event. One race, yes. Yes. I, I think that I, going in was a little bit hesitant about this year because I did not feel like I had the chops to be there at all this year. Um, but after I've come home, I think I, I have a renewed sense of love for BFC. And I think that even if I had come home with failure, I still would have come home with that same love because I just forgot how good it was to be out on this course. Yeah. It occurs to me as well as people not already knowing automatically what the content of this episode is, that some people might not know what the Barkley Fall Classic is. Okay. So uh, the Barkley Fall Classic is put on Mr. Lazarus Lake himself. It's a baby, baby, teeny baby version of... No, I shouldn't even say that. It's a race that's held in the same location as the Big Barkley. Um, And there is uh, the full... "Quote unquote fifty k version and a marathon, a quote unquote marathon version." Right, because when Laz is doing anything, you know that it's not only a, not only is it not the distance that he says it is, but it's also not consistent from year to year on the distance. Yeah, so, uh, so we're gonna say the fifty k periodically and the marathon reference the marathon distance periodically. Just know that it's not. It's uh, probably more like, I mean, this is all conjecture. Yeah, because who knows? I mean, legitimately. But it it's probably closer to a fifty k and then forty to forty two miler. Yeah, with a growing amount of gain between ten and thirteen thousand feet of gain. Mm -hmm. I would say for the fifty k and still almost ten. I would say this year closer to like between twelve and thirteen for the hole. Probably. Yeah, and I think in previous years as low as ten for the hole. I would agree with that. Okay. All right. That's that's exciting for me because I'm always (laughs) taking a shot in the dark. So course layout is probably a good thing to start with. So in previous, I shouldn't say in previous years, every single year, Laz and everyone, there is a lot of hype around the course (laughs) changes because there are course revisions every single year. It's Mm -hmm. not like Big Barkley where maybe if somebody doesn't finish, the course layout may stay the same. As far as we know. Who who Mm -hmm, knows? mm -hmm. Um, But with the Fall Classic... It changes every single year, like, yeah. and it can be, it can be dramatic. Sometimes it's not dramatic. Last year, it was like a big Jeep road descent the previous year. Mm-hmm. I think the big change was going in the reverse direction, even mm-hmm. though fin- mm-hmm. the option to finish between the marathon and the 50K distance was kind of the same loop as it was before. Um, Laz's hype had hyped up a lot this year, as he always does. So hard It was telling harder. And that it, it was, was true be harder and it was true this year. I do think in ways when he says it was quote faster, I do kind of agree with him mm-hmm. because I do think it flowed better and there were less opportunities for failure when it came to navigation. There were very few places to get lost this year. and yeah. in previous years there were at least three yeah. And I mean, we don't even we don't even go to the garden spot this year, which is where usually people are like, what the fuck am I looking at? Also, just because last hardly sever- ever says anything that's completely untrue. It is faster because it's longer than previous years, which means it has to be faster in order to make the allotted time. Mm. So it is faster. It's faster because you have to go faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. Um, back to what you were saying about hype um, and hyping up the course. I want to talk a little bit about hype because Whew. this is something that's kind of been both enjoyable and also getting under my skin a little bit and that is the Barkley Fall Classic Facebook group and I would like to say just because I'm just a mature lady now I'm just a grown-up and uh-huh. I'm not as angry or hyperbolic or like fuck it all as I was even let's say like a year ago uh-huh. I'm trying to be balanced is what I'm saying mm-hmm. and what I'm saying is if that forum pumps you up Gets your blood going, makes you like bloodthirsty for this race. Then great, spend time there. But if you are like me and you feel like a seven thousand, seven hundred, how many people are on there? Seven thousand. No seven thousand people shouting into the void, basically having a huge dick off with each other. If you feel like that is just too much noise for you, there are other ways to find good information about this race from reliable sources. There's several good race reports that I yeah. think are pretty on the nose, and you don't necessarily have to be in there swinging your dick with the rest of these, like, warrior dash dads who are just trying to, like, prove something to themselves. Or people who've never been there at all. Yeah. So, there's a lot there's a lot of silliness going on in there. Yeah. Because I think it attracts a lot of different, different kinds of folks. I'm trying to be so diplomatic while still uh, well, calling people dicks. Uh, well, I was going to say, I feel like it's hard because there's two different yucky flavors in there. And mm-hmm. one is the... One is the, you're stupid for asking, and, like, sure, you can do that if you want to suck. And then there's also the people who are asking questions that they can find the answers themselves with Mm -hmm. if they would just search in the group or something. So, like, you know, I totally get the, hey, be a little Mm self-sufficient, but not to the point where people are, like, screaming at you that you should never ask questions. Sure. You know? Sure. and, And then on the other end, like... Yeah, you should be able to ask questions within that group, but not some basic-ass bitch stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's, that said, it's I, a lot of people. I think Laz does bait people in some way. Like, he'll be like, oh, who are these idiots? But he'll also be, like, extremely cryptic or extraordinarily hyperbolic about how, you know, everyone's going to die out there, get stung by bees, and everyone will lose if they don't run up Bird Mountain, which are all things that he's said before. Yeah. And they're not always true. Well, they're getting closer to being true. They're getting closer to being true. So let's get let's, get let's into get the meat. We'll, we'll get into it. So we didn't do a pre-race report and I don't want to, or a pre-race episode and I don't want to like rehash the whole thing, but um, you were saying you went into the event feeling like maybe this wasn't going to be like, <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be my there. Year. I really felt like I was going to do better than last <laughs> year. Like, I really felt like, uh, be, and not just trans Rockies, but like just training between now and then, like I felt fit, I felt uninjured. Like I've had a really consistent year of staying up on it. I haven't had like a month off because I was worried about something. I was in the sauna really regularly because the heat makes my head explode, and mm-hmm. felt really like solid and ready to go. I thought all of those things about you too, and still think them, and I want to say that because fuck off. <laughs> I was waiting for. It. I figured some of that was no. You my don't head. have to wait. Fuck off. <laughs> ha- I'm sorry, just a little bit of foreshadowing. Fuck off! I'm done done now. I still love you. (laughs) We have walked through some bad times for Lauren. While Annie Mm -hmm. was like, shake it the fuck off. Sometimes you fail. Be tougher next time. And I went home with a medal. And so, Lauren, you can have like five minutes to get over this. <laughs> so, I'll give you more than five minutes. All the toughness you have imparted upon me, I'm going to give you a smidgen of that now. That's fine. Because I also think that all of that stuff is true and is still true. And I also think sometimes you don't get to choose what kind of day you have. So, went into the event feeling like I was ready to go. The, there were things like I forgot to bring my hydration bladder from home. And your I didn't hat. wear my hat the morning of. I didn't bring my race clothes for after. So, like, I could not tell you. I could not tell you, like, what is going on in my brain. I felt focused. Yeah. I, like, felt ready to go. But... Those things seem minuscule to other people, but Annie is a person who has, like, a list for a list for a list. Also, I ensured that everyone else brought all of those things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, just, just like, a, a weird morning, but I didn't feel, like, too stressed from it. It was more just, like, hmm... What does this mean? All right. (laughs) Um, But we went down with a group of five from Columbus. So me, Lauren, my husband, Andy, the delightful G-Force, and a newcomer, Megan. So um, we had a mixed group of uh, vets, noobs, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and tweeners. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> tweeners and tweakers. Um, so the we got bands on, man. We got to the race start a little bit earlier than normal, which was super nice. It was, thank God, uh, because we didn't have to wait for the porter potties. Shake some I was poops also up. surprised. Shake some poops out. So typically we get there about. 45 minutes before the start, maybe even less than that. Mm-hmm. And usually the it's pretty busy, but there was like an extra like 60 people than the previous year. So mm-hmm. the start list was 500 people. I think there was 456 starters, which is considerably more than any it's previous insane. Year. It's too many. It's also a lot compared to most trail ultras. I don't know how much real I'm allowed to jump around here, but... Spoiler alert, it's too many fucking people for this trail. Because even though there's like a one and a half mile road section leading to the trailhead, that's not enough to stretch people out before the first initial climb. There were conga lines that were dead stopped, where we were just standing, turning to the person behind you, and just chatting with people like, we can't move forward because someone couldn't walk over a fucking log. Yeah. And I, I have to give... Credit where credit is due too. To whom? Because I felt like the people were moving better than they were last year. Because remember, like people hmm. were kind of putzing up bird, and then people were walking down the back of bird. I think people were year. very freaked out that they had to run bird. But but what I'm saying is like the the mass as a whole was moving faster than last year in my perception. And it still was getting like super bottleneck, bottlenecked and like, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny, I'm saying this now, there was that down tree, like, should we have gone right next to the trail and gone around everybody and said, fuck you and go down like, gone off I, don't, trail? Yeah. I don't know. Laz, I would like to get your opinion on this. If there's a down tree and everybody's literally standing around to go over Dead it. Dead stopped. I already know his answer. Go faster so that you don't have to wait. for <laughs> That is the answer. That's faster. It, I don't believe in that. I still deeply believe in the wisdom that you can go comfortably slow for the first nine miles of this race. Now, comfortably is no relative. Not comfortably, but like very measured and not pushing too hard at all. I think it's important to say you should be trained to be able to go a comfortable. I didn't think pace. that I was trained at all. But my my climbing gear just came right back yeah. to me and I was just like thank you jesus <laughs> thank you jesus that I still know how to do anything now that the elevation fat man is not sitting on my chest I yeah. am a human again I can sing I can talk to my friends I can, I can talk to, I can dance I can spin around once and like not feel like it, it's taken my heart rate to 200 Oh another thing we did different this year was start in the front of the pack in the shoot
1: we and did. I think that was
0: helpful I, that almost gave me anxiety, and I was just like, this whole day is just a crapshoot. Fuck it. <laughs> um, uh, so. I thought I was going to say something else about a start. So, yeah. So, we shuffle off to the beginning of the single track. We get to the single track. There's a dead stop. It's not even safe to say it's a bottleneck. There's a dead, dead stop, stop for a down tree going up Bird Mountain. Um, made it up to the top of Bird in an hour. The cutoff was an hour and a half. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean... it doesn't matter. When you think well no, it does matter, but when you think about it like an hour and a half versus an hour in that short stretch of time is a huge window. Okay. Like okay. Um, uh, our dear friend Ron Moore was the sweep this year with his traditional grim reaper mm-hmm. sickle, which mm-hmm. was awesome to see him even though I want to point out specifically that I wish Ron was Liz Norad. So Every time I Liz, get to that rock, I wish Liz Norad was yeah. there. I, I need, when I get to the top of Bird, I need to see Liz lounging on a rock, yes. listening to some kind of pot music. Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Liz, you were missed. I'm big Ron, time. you were not, I was not sad to see you either, but no, no you're, you're a you're special no boy too. Um, You and I got to hang out. For a long time. <laughs> yeah, we were together for. We did not intend to. No. We did not plan to stay together. We don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. We shook hands at the start. But sometimes it's good when you're jockeying for a position to have a mate to be like, now we go. Passing left. Like, if you're not feeling aggressive enough, which I think that you were not, and for the first time I was like, I would like to get around these people and start descending. I always panic on that downhill. I always think I'm about to lose time. But we got in with the right kind of people and, and stayed in step for a while. I was really surprised. I was like, I thought one of us was going to immediately leave the other cuz you usually are chomping at the bit at the beginning. Yeah, and I I was not just because again I felt like people were descending faster than they had the year before. They were doing a really year, good job were wa- like sometimes walking. I notice people have a really hard time with those technical switchbacks on bird and they do they stop. But no, people were people were cruising. So I yeah. uh, went up to So did the Bird Mountain, did the North Boundary Trail or the North Bird Trail hit the first aid station at Tub Springs and that was 80 hours in. Who knows? (laughs) Uh, We got there. The delightful batch of high school kids was there from, I think it's Coalfield High School, Um, their football team. uh, They're so great. Yeah, so shout out to you guys. We also had the epiphany that because we've been at BFC for like oh, yeah. five years. That there's a whole batch of new kids yeah. because they've graduated. Yeah, so we've seen some of those volunteers potentially go through like their whole high school oh, career, which is crazy. That's crazy to me. That makes me feel super old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we got to the first aid station and, I mean, I don't know. Did you even grab any food or anything? No, I grabbed nothing. Because I had done the math and we could refill our bladders entirely at the ranger station before we started doing the chimney yeah. top loop. I always like to breeze through that first one. Yeah. Um, and so that was a really smooth transition. You and I were still together and did a whole uh, oh, jeep yeah. road descent Yeah, Clyde which is one of our favorite things yes. to do. which is just essentially tromping down a jeep road yeah. and matching clothes, ideally. That's one of my favorite things in the world. That's like the essence of our friendship. Yeah. Um, we had a woman that we were running behind that uh, recognized our voices from this podcast, oh, and was like, oh, it's Burf Burf Girls! I was yeah. like, oh my god, I said, I love how creep forward you're being, it's my favorite. <laughs> I won't call her out by name, but I, I love uh, just an upfront fangirl or fanboy, because I am that person. Yes, I have, you are. I have no fucking chill. I'm always yeah. a person that's like, you're the baddest <laughs> I man. I must I, touch you! No, I am me, you are you! <laughs> so, um, and we had a lot of that kind of encouragement throughout the day, which was cool. <coughs> Excuse me, except for people not knowing the difference between you and I, which you know. People, three people at the finish asked me how Lauren did, and I was like, "Me, me do good, me here right now, <laughs> me." Lauren, it's me. It's me. <laughs> it me. Uh, uh, so yeah, so they moved. How do you feel about me saying the names of these climbs? I don't know. We did it in previous years. Oh, we did. Okay. Well, then we've set a terrible precedent, maybe. Should, I, guess, I think should we're okay. not name these climbs? I think we can name the climbs. So they moved chimney. So chimney used to be... At the end. At the very end. It was the difference between the marathon and the finish. That is my blankie. I know what it looks like. I know how to do it. And I know that I, where I poop and where I eat my Swedish fish and, like, where I start running like crazy. It's two and a half hours for you. It's two... A, maybe 2.45 yeah. to do the chimney. And I love part. it. And I know it. So they put chimney as the second big climb of the day. So it was like... I mean, it was the opener. It was part of the opener, essentially. Yeah, and, and now that I've done it, I dig it. Because it's just, like, regular trail running, I would say. Oh, yeah. Like, something that I recognize and know. It's not, like... Um, the Tunnel of Hell, which is it's like... It's not a, something out of a nightmare. Yeah, it's not a nightmare, which is like some parts of the day that happen sometimes. Right. So that's just familiar enough that I was just like, this feels chill. Plus, I, there is a magic. There is a magic on Chimney Mountain. <laughs> and it is that someone yells craft every year <laughs> at me <laughs> on <awesome>. Chimney <laughs> And several years ago, it was Morgan Green when I thought that they had dipped, that you and Morgan had dipped on me by hours. And I just heard... But remember, we didn't dip. That was when you didn't get your bib punched. Oh, and I had to do testicle twice. Or I went halfway up testicle and back down. Uh-huh. Cool year. Yeah. Um, but I heard Morgan go, crafty! And I was just like... Whoa! Like a dog that... That was a good year. Saw its owner again. Um, so this year, our our adventure racing friend, Matt Mitchell, was like, craft? And I was like... Yeah, boy! And I was like, I'll just sprint up these two switchbacks to see you because I'm in a particularly good mood. So I went, a bing, 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 and caught up with them. And he was like, I'll, I'll wait for you. yeah and it was really interesting because the carnage on chimney was was like it was it was pretty dramatic i hope that you all still like me after this but there is a piece of lauren that likes to springboard a little bit oh yeah see carnage it makes me dance like i'm like "Mm, mm, 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 mm." eat some jelly beans and i'm gonna pass you this feels nice i don't know i'm sorry maybe Uh, that i mean that's racing Rubbing is racing. Yeah, and when I rub past you, when you're puking on the side of the I trail, I think it's pretty easy to. Because then you see people that are just demolished, and you're like, "Well, I don't feel that bad. I yeah. don't feel like that." It's a natural human reaction, right? Or like when I passed a guy sitting on a rock on Chimney, I was like, "You got it!" And as soon as I like finishing it, he was like, Bleh! <laughs> <laughs> And "I was just like." I don't know what he's got, then. I guess he's got (laughs) something. I don't know. So I ran with Matt Mitchell for a while, and we talked about Adventure Race Nationals, which is pumping me up. And then I found Nick Yates, who I adore, who I have run uh, a couple secret events with and this race with before. Um, One of those guys where I assumed all the wrong things about him before I knew him, which I just thought... That's all of... That's everyone. Yeah, I just thought he was like a big dick swinger and was like talking a lot of shit and then... I thought it was maybe kind of grumpy, and then I met him in real life, and I was like, oh, I could go on vacation with you. (laughs) That's how much I like you. Yeah, Nick's good people. And you and I were together on Chimney Chimney. for, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say, I'll say like, A third of the climb. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And I think Chimney's interesting because it's a mindfuck if you don't know what to expect because it has so many, like, false summits. Like, you think, like, I'm done climbing. I'm done climbing. Now I'm done climbing. I'm done climbing. I'm done climbing. But if you know that, like... Yes. And I was trying to... I don't know when to, like, when what I say is helpful and when what I say sounds like me being a cocky jerk. Yeah. But there were people jogging, like, uphill around me. And I was like, watch out for those three false summits. <laughs> That's maybe a dick move. It but is a dick yeah. move. But, like, why are you running this? Yeah. Where are you going? What do you expect to achieve by yeah. running up chimney? I don't know. Whatever. Um, but, yeah. I, uh, I was excited to do chimney in the spot that it was because I'm usually so, like, fucking cooked by the time I get to chimney at the end. And I've gone and done training miles on chimney and know that, like... Chimney is a delightful, like, loop to yeah, do. Like, it's, it's a fun. pretty trail. Yeah, like, it's, fun. it's fun. Um And I felt like, oh, God, I'm not a, I'm not a zombie person on this climb. This is great, mm-hmm. you know? Cool. Um, my legs started to cram, which... That's was... never happened. Does that happen to you ever? So it's only happened once before, and it was on Rat Jaw when I ran with Morgan, so three oh. years ago, but it happened on Chimney, and I was like, oh. Have you considered salt tips? I took... I, I asked a woman from some and took some oh wow very unlike you okay yeah so I was like at first I was kind of so I I refrained from having any judgment and I just kept telling myself don't think like this is bad or this good or whatever I just kept telling myself interesting very interesting and I thought just make decisions like don't just like Kind of, like, go with the tide. Like, make decisions and, like, do something. So I was like, woman, do you have two salt t- Do you have salt tabs? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, can I have two? She's like, sure. I was like, yes. That's awesome. Yeah, and I took, like, two Advil just to be like, medicine, I fixed it. I stayed on, reg- on a regimented, uh, like, two salt tabs, to two Advil pretty much, like, th- every three Secrets hours. Secrets to success. Burp burp. I mean, <laughs> I don't know that I'd recommend it, but it works for me. Yeah. Because I had... A good amount of niggles going in, nothing that was like nothing that changed my gait, but uh advil and salt tab saved my life so yeah um so then uh did chimney top, and then after chimney top was it it wasn't back to tub springs yes probably no. it was the sure, I don't have an clue. oh yeah we went to th- we, we went, went all tub the tub way springs back three times right, yes. We did because we went. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Tub Springs. Okay. Laz told me when I got there. I think I was forty five minutes ahead of fifty k pace. I got there at one o'clock. I got there after. Okay. One <laughs> and he said, "You're right on the bubble," and I was like, "On who would make the fifty k?" Okay. And I was like, "Okay." So then I he was like, "You've got." What a does good "on p- the bubble" mean? Of ma- being able to make the fifty k. Oh, okay. And so. Then after that was the Jeep descent, the Jeep road descent. Where I thought I, I was it completely the alone and panicked. As, as one I does. stopped, I took, a, I actually, I got my compass and my map out. Oh. And I looked at the sun to make sure. four testicle. Yeah, because I was going down and I was like, this can't. Be right. Why am I going down? And then I realized I was leave- leaving Laz, and the guy next to me was like... I was like, are you sure this is the way? And he said, yeah, we just saw Laz. Do you think he would let us continue on a road we weren't supposed to go on? And I said, absolutely, yes! You idiot! <laughs> of course he would. He would smile and be silent. Light a cigarette and watch us f- go into the frisk dusk light. Of course he would. <laughs> of yes. course he would. So we had a long, deep road, and... Uh... I definitely ran that which I was surprised because there was a lot of people that were kind of walking down the jeep roads which I understand I understand because it's not because we're I saying don't. we're saying jeep well I'm not saying I understand from a strategy I'm saying from like a feelings perspective when we say a jeep road descent, we don't mean, like, a nice descent to run down. No, it's just a little too much of a pitch that it feels like you're kind of running and your your intestines falling. might fall out your butt. You're falling. <laughs> and it's filled with baby heads and ruts. It's not, yeah. like, it's not a road. Yeah. But you, you to quote a, a spectator at AC, if you want to finish, you need to be running right now. Yes. Yeah, so if you're listening to this podcast for tips, if you're on a, a jeep road and it descends, it's going downhill... You must run it. Yeah. You must. Let's say this again. Not you should. You must. must. You must run it. Absolutely. I don't feel in two ways about that. Yeah. And then we crossed the freeway and started doing the ascent on the Jeep Road, which I hate that ascent. <sighs> on the Jeep Road. So you you dipped across the highway mm, I remember, and then yeah. you go up and it's yeah. it's kind of a it's not gnarly but it's it's a it's a pretty steep climb I on a Jeep Road. I was fueled by rage. By that point, because when I passed the road, there's that dude with the goatee and the fisherman's hat, who saw my bib and said, "Wow, for someone who's seated, you sure are far back." And I said, "Suck my toe. I'm gonna fucking own this." Don't say suck my toe. Say it. So I, I didn't want to say suck my dick to a stranger. Oh, I thought you told him suck my dick. I think I said suck my toe. Oh, I think I was more careful with the words. Oh, I was gonna say you don't need to be no, gentle with our listeners. No, I don't know. I think I was angry. I said something terrible and was like, "I'm gonna fucking own this," and I was just like a rip face off. And then I was getting to that space, which I think is totally fine, where you have to tell yourself who you are <laughs> and what you're made of. And I was just like Moana. <laughs> Do you not know who you are? Yeah. So who are you? I'm a girl who loves my island. <laughs> if my island is Frozen Head. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a girl who loves the trees, they call me. hmm And I am the descendant of... <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man, I can go to... We're not even drinking. No, we're not. It's water. Um, yes. So I was just like... <laughs> Sam Hartman always laughs at me about this, but I was like, Oh, you bad. You were a bad mother. You were a bad motherfucker. You were bad as hell. <laughs> so, that's what I did when I climbed that shitty road. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, when I got there, I was just kind of puttering up the Jeep Road, and you go up the Jeep Road to Testicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Testicle this year was quite a bit less dramatic than previous so years. less dramatic. But it was nice because... I love a good out-and-back section on a race of any kind, especially when you get to see your friends, mm-hmm. uh, because otherwise, like, you have no idea, because mm-hmm. as soon as you're not around whoever... You're like, it, surely everyone's done and I've died. Yeah. Either they're, t- <laughs> like, they're two... They could be two hours ahead of you. Yeah. They could be five seconds yeah. ahead of you. They could be behind you no, for all you know. No, it's helpful. Um, so on the testicle out-and-back section, I got to see every single person... No. I take back. I saw everybody but Megan. So I saw... Uh, Erica Wooster G-Force first Yes And she was Filthy And <laughs> yeah. I think she said Something like I'm fucking dying Like she was Rough When I saw her In Tesco. I shouldn't say rough She was tired okay. I feel like there's A very distinct difference between Tired dying, and rough In yeah. BFC yeah. Tired means like I'm doing the thing And it's hard, it's hard. Rough means uh, All like, cylinders Are not firing Jesus like, take the wheel Yeah yeah Like something Shorting out yeah. Like something Has gone horribly wrong Yeah then I got to see Andy, whose face was clean for some reason. I just thought it was, was very remarkable. Clean song, too. Yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, and then I saw you. We bumped butts. So yes, that, that was one's nice. for you, tops. And <laughs> uh, encouraged everybody that was coming up in the opposite direction. Yeah, it was just really fun. And that's such a fun descent. At all. I was in. I was in such a mood. Mm. I was in such a mood because it was like it was dry, but not in a way that might kill you. And it was shorter than previous years. And so I was like, oh. I'm not going to do gloves or arm sleeves or any of this extra shit that I usually do. I'm just going to fucking run it. Yeah. And I think I went butt down once the whole way down and then, like, tiptoed the rest. And I was like, oh, skills. And I was just like, hi, 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 good job. Hi, hi. We're doing so good. We're doing so good. And it wasn't nearly as gnarly because there was probably an extra, I'm going to just totally make up a fucking number. There was, like, 300 feet that was chopped off the end of the testicle this year. So, like... You know, in previous years, testicle has been gnarlier, but we kind of essentially didn't do the full thing. Right, because it goes all the way down, and then it flattens, and then there's another climb. Right, and we turned around before we got to that point. And there's a gnarly pitch out of the church that goes straight out of the creek. Yeah. So there's a lot where you would have gotten wet in previous years. Yeah. There was a way that we used to take to chimney that was in a creek. There was yeah. a way that we used to come out of the church that was in a creek. I know. There's we were all just kinds not of wet there's all year. kind of crazy shit that happens down there. So to do school the way we did it this year so but, it was that yeah. unlubricated Barclays. Yes. <laughs> just, just raw just dogging. Raw dogging. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I saw the people in the same order uh, that you did, and then I came up over the top, which is where I usually question my life and if I'm a runner or a person that wants to be living. Yeah, one of the logistics events from last year was from you, which is testicle will always be an event. And Mm -hmm. ironically, Mm -hmm. I think this was not an event for you. You never know what's going to happen. And so I got to meth and was basically like, "Mm, yes. (laughs) And just bombed the shit. I love meth. (laughs) I love meth. I have a new bumper sticker that says that. Bombed the shit out of it. Saw somebody go ass over teacups into like, where, um, where uh, the path would have cracked open and like the center had rutted out. Sure, and the guy had fallen down about two to three feet into the crack and was just had like on ass head and was just like, <gasps> And everyone was like, "Oh God, are you okay?" And I was like, "Can you speak? Okay, bye. <laughs> I, yeah. like, I gotta go." So I got down to the bottom and found somebody who was walking, and I smacked his little butt and was like, "Here we go. It's shaded. <laughs> Let's do this, and he yeah. was like, "Okay, let's go." And then everybody was about to get lost going into the neighborhood, and I about was like, to "Get lost, yeah, everyone was about to go the wrong way through that neighborhood. I was like, oh, "Okay, come with me, and you'll see a world of pure oh, it's a prison, it's a prison. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. When I you're don't. on the dirt road before you get to the concrete. I know. Road. I just, I don't think that I can objectively, th- because we've done it so many times now, I don't think that I think about where I'm going anymore. There is anymore. a fork in the road, in the dirt road, that goes left and right. Oh, And you oh, have to go oh, right, up the hill. You're the th- meth equipment. Yeah. Got it. Exactly. So how was your meth experience? I did not run down meth, which is a bad sign. So I was, like, kind of doing the, like, uh, it's one of my favorite mental images, which is, uh in Kill Bill when Uma Thurman uh, blasts herself out of the coffin and then walks across the street to a convenience store and just has like dust trailing behind her as she's like shuffling barefoot. That's how I went down that. I was kind of like, and I I had gone down down and up testicle and felt pretty good and then I took an extra minute to drink, get some water, pour some water in my head at the top of the testicle before going down meth, but I was going down meth and I was starting to get that, like, meth hot person direct, feeling. It's direct sun, and it was drier on that side, obviously, than the testicle side. Yeah. It was a veritable hell. Yeah. So I started to have that feeling of, like, uh, oh no, like, because mm-hmm. I know this feeling, which is just, like, the, the, like, pressure cooker just, yeah. like, starting to go. It's throbbing. Where, where I'm just, like, okay, I'm like, phew. And I was just like, oh, man. Because, again, I've been doing all the sauna thing. I was even, like, trying to, like, not even, like, force feed. But, like, I would put, like, a Swedish fish in my mouth. Mm -hmm. And I switched to sword to try and, like, combat some of the cramping I was Mm -hmm. having. Mm -hmm. And, again, I just kept telling myself, like, do not just ride this wave. Like, make decisions. Like, do Mm -hmm. not just be like, I'm going to stir bonkin. Right. Um, (laughs) So I'm going down math and, like, you know. A couple people went into the woods on one part, which, you know, I don't hold them too much at fault. We ended up pretty much the same spot, but I did think to myself, like, nope, I'm going right down the sun part yep. because there was definitely two parts of mm-hmm. when you could be in the woods and when you couldn't. Um, but yeah, so popped out after math and was in the neighborhood and was kind of doing the, like, the like, herky-jerky, like, this is how running is now. <laughs> and I did have a mental thought where I was kind of like, Oh damn it, because last year when I came out of meth, I remember, like, people, like, sitting on the side of the road in the sun and being like, you need to get up, man. Like, get up, like, had enough to be, like, and I was already starting to do, like, the, the, like, whispering to myself thing (laughs) where I'm like, You know what I'm talking about. Like, where you're just having thoughts and, like, you don't have the energy to, like, (sighs) So, I, I was like, okay, so I'm going to get to the prison, like the aid station's going to have a bunch of ice maybe like the last year. They didn't, which, you know, whichever, whatever. Luckily it didn't break my brain or anything because it was already broken. Yeah. Um, but the prison felt so hot. It was just steamy because there was still grass up there. But yeah, I this is the first time ever that I've run the road to the prison um, I think that the only thing that saved me from that this year was I took the map and soaked it and just wore it on top of my head. And then the wind slapped it into my left cheek and it was just a cold map on my face. And coming in, there's so many spectators there and I knew that I was doing the weird meth face or like whatever I was doing. Not to mention we were wearing like goth makeup. We were wearing like purple lipstick and a bunch of black eyeliner. I did look like, I look like, uh... the cure. Yeah. The band The Cure. I love like not somebody a named Tiffany who like might loiter behind a Dollar General. I looked rough. You <laughs> looked like a skid. But I, but I felt good. Um, so then I got to the wall and I, being up there is terrible for me because I'm terrified of heights. It's also just kind of sketchy. I do not care for it at all. Um, but my friend was there. Keith Dunn. Yeah. And helped me down, and I told him to tell you that I loved you. He failed. You? I'm sorry, Keith. Well, I, should, I shouldn't say this. He also saw 500 people. I was not quite there, so he could have, and I wouldn't have known. Because by the time I got to Keith, I said, I just need a hug, which I never need a hug. Yeah, that's true. And de- desperately gave and received a hug from Keith, and was just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was completely alone. Alone through the tunnel, alone to the base of of rat And you rat ran jaw. through the tunnel without a light. Right Good there. on ya. I'm terrified of the tunnel, too, because I'm night blind. But there wasn't a lot of water in there this year, so no, I actually ran it. And I was very, very proud of myself. It's the first time Don't ever. Don't you just want to live in there? It's so yeah. cold. Oh, yeah. When your options <gasps> are a rat jaw or a wet tunnel. Uh, if, if I had more time, I would have just laid down in there for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Like... It did sound good, but that I also peed nice. in it, so... I know, but if you if you would lay down upstream... Yeah, yeah from where fine. you pee. Yeah, that's, yeah. True. that's true, true, yeah, true, true. Yeah. Uh, I got to uh, Gunny Sack, which is what Andy calls it. I don't know if that's really what it's called, but it's the sand... It's the sand wall. A literal wall. That fucker gets steeper every year. It does, because it's just eroded. Ah. I don't know what the deal is. Like, I don't know if my brain is playing tricks on me, but ever since the first time we did that, the there first were, time I remember... There remember were f- footholds. There was, like, uh, like almost, like, stairs in it. The first time we did that, I remember thinking, if I back up and had enough room to, like, room and energy to run up it, I could probably, no. like, scoochy doochie up it. The no. first time. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. And now I now get there. Now it's a sand wall. Yeah, now I get there and I'm like... This is like four times as tall as me. Did you what fall that at all? No. Yeah, I didn't either. And the people ahead of me were like just frozen on it when I finally got people ahead of me. And so I scrambled around them just risking the heart rate issue and was just like, can't fuck with you people right now. I did have to traverse a section though, like go to really? the side to get to a tree because it was like there was some tiny handhelds. But then places where the plants had been scraped away, I was like, I There's, need to get yeah. to a plant. Like, yeah. You know what occurs to me, I didn't even think of this, but this is where I found G in the same exact place as last year. I caught G at the same spot, which is the beginning of the real climb. <laughs> the beginning of the end. <laughs> the beginning of the end of your life. I saw her butt and was like, that looks like a really good butt. And then I was like, oh, it's G. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so it's worth mentioning, too, that uh, testicle and rat jaw, the main off-trail climbs, are typically, I don't know. A couple hours earlier in the race than they are than they were this year. So this year they were later. They were in hotter part of the day. Which was a mixed bag, sure. though, because I even being behind, I was in the shade until one thirty. You said you were in the shade even longer than that. I was in the shade most of the day, and I would say that's a huge leg up for me. Yeah. So it it was it was a weird mixed bag because yeah, because usually know, all three of those climbs and descents are all fully sun like sun exposed and this is the first time that I had at least partial shade for multiple parts of those things. Like the top third of Ratchaw was in the shade. I mean last year, like when we popped up onto like Tub Springs, the first aid station. Yeah. It was like hot from there. Cause remember the Jeep Road descent was was in the sun. And so that was like what? Nine? Ten o'clock? Yeah, and that cooked Last my... Last year? ...cooked my brain. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be the end of it. So we got an extra several hours, multiple hours, of being in the shade, there which was is nuts. I mean, the ch- chimney climb was in the shade. The descents were in the shade. Like, it was... The day was 90% in the shade. It was weird. It, it was weird. weird. But anyways. Anyway Rat Jaw. So so you started up Rat Jaw. Started up Rad at 2.45. Rat Jaw took me an hour and 14 minutes this year. It's not my best or my worst, so... Feel pretty great about that, given that I didn't feel ready for it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, I went through the tunnel, again, wanted to live in there. I had I had grappled for a minute while I was at the prison, thinking, like, I'm not going to make the 50K, and I'll say it now, I'll probably say it again within this episode, I don't give a fuck about a marathon finish. I, it's a, sounds a, a little appealing to not do Rat Jaw. And I definitely thought about, Uh, dipping out there because it was kind of felt the same way to me either way like Mm -hmm. I failed and
1: I had to
0: think about um, like from the last two backyard experiences so both Ohio backyard and bigs and that like fear of timing out on the course like and I was like I will time out on the course Mm -hmm. I'm going to time out on the course Mm -hmm. I'm going to time out on the course as a matter of dignity as a matter of doing, your, doing something doing your ultimate best. tougher than I had before. To me, before, like, at Backyard, it was in my control to decide to stop rather mm-hmm. than timing out mm-hmm. on the on a loop. And so it for a second I felt like it would be within my control and a decision I would be making to not go up Rat Jaw rather than go up Rat Jaw mm-hmm. and time out, mm-hmm. you know, air quote, out of my control, even Mm -hmm. though that's in my control, too, Mm -hmm. because when I started up, it was 325 when I hit the prison timing mat, and I needed to be to last by five to make the 50K. Ouch. Ouch. But I told myself, I will try until the very last minute, so I I start up Rat Jaw, and honestly, I don't think my Rat Jaw time was any slower than it has been in the past. It usually takes me, like, an hour 45 Mm -hmm. to go up Rat Jaw, Mm -hmm. um... And I think it probably took me about the same amount of time. So I went up rat jaw. There was people around me. I have to give the people around me credit. So hopefully I get names right. Uh, But Mark and Kim, uh, who I know we've talked about other people in the past that have even been ahead of where we were pace wise, that they're like, I'll say, in the realm of maybe not making the cutoff. And in past years, we've had people around us, both of us in different places being like we're not gonna make the cutoff we're just gonna give up oh yeah I didn't hear any of that this year and I didn't hear that from the people around me either I heard really positive like we're gonna do this yeah I didn't hear anything negative this year. No. I hadn't thought about that until just now. That's yeah. really cool. So I did not hear. So again, like the the overall like group moving faster up, bird and down bird. I don't know if people are coming better prepared or. But like yeah, up rat jaw. I didn't hear anybody say anything about like oh we're not gonna make it or no, like, I we had... might as well stop. Mm-hmm. Like Me neither. Um, which was great because I think I would have like clawed somebody's eyes out. Um, but yeah, so I went up rat jaw the way I normally do. I didn't dick around too much at the. Water stop at the halfway mark. There was, uh, as there always is, like a hospital ward worth of people yeah. that were laying there. There were at least 12 dudes laying on the ground, and most of them are smiling because I think they were just like, I don't have to do this anymore. Although, you know, I mean, maybe some of those people are just kicking it before they continue on. Like, maybe it's like, I mean, Gina was sitting there the year oh, last year yeah. and she finished. Wow. She finished the 50K. To me, uh, also, I, I should say, too. Gina was not lounging there last year. Gina was sick as fuck. Yes. <laughs> Still managed she to lounging. get it done. She had GRD. Yet. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there were a ton of people either giving up or resting there. For me, the only formula to rat jaw is do not stop. Like, that's just my only plan. You can go as slow as you want, so long as you don't have your foot on the ground for more than five seconds. You can go as slow as you want. Yeah. You just have to keep going. Yeah. Easier said than done. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think that I mean uh, I won't share anything too deep. But I've had some shit in my life lately, and I was just in the mood for suffering. And I, I, thought I, that might be I the case. always like Rat Jaw, though. I don't even have to be like upset with my life to like Rat Jaw. Cause last year I was just in really good shape, so I liked Rat Jaw. Yeah. This year I felt like I would desire to be in hell, so I went there, and I was like, mm, there you are. This brings up an interesting thought, that for me anyways, that I've had, which is these, like, uh, stories we tell about our experiences at BFC and, like, what we expect to have. Mm -hmm. So, like, I definitely have in my head that you'll be a little bit faster than me at BFC. So, I'm like, this is where I go. And I wonder if you're like... Testicle and be and rat jaw are a thing that I'm good at, and mm-hmm. it's it's like a self fulfilling prophecy, as mm-hmm. it is with a lot of things, where it's like, well, you know, this is about what it, this should be like because this is what I've done in the past. Mm-hmm. I just I would be super curious about like the the group of us multiple year finishers or mm-hmm. participants, like what kinds of uh, things your we've done about it and your performance in it. Yeah, and what things we've kind of told ourselves that help ourso- help us and what hurt us because I know that there's some things that I tell myself about my experience at BFC that are encouraging to me and ones that are, are discouraging are probably something that's like another thing for me to work against. Mm. I told myself only discouraging things going to this race. I walked into our Airbnb on Friday night and thought I will be the only person not to finish this race and that's okay. That's literally how I felt on Friday night and Saturday morning. But I don't know that that's based on your previous race experiences here. It's I based just on what's... I didn't there. feel... I felt stressed. I felt unprepared. I felt like I've been terribly out of shape. I haven't put in the work. I just felt like this is not for me, but I'm going to go out there because Barclay is something that I love. Attitudes are weird. Attitudes are weird. <laughs> but... So that uh, said, so uh, Vietnam where I was, <laughs> oh yeah, we should say too. Rat Jaw was uh, was super briary this year, and it like was. there was a lot of like green, like tunnels bad. through the briars. Mm-hmm. Like there was no bees though. Thanks, fast guys. There were no bees. Yeah, limited bees. Um, but yeah, it was. There was several places where it was literally just a tunnel. But you had to get on your hands and knees to get it through. Did. You couldn't stand up underneath it. You had to. Get down on all fours. Oh my god, I loved getting on all fours. I the did, parts that were oh, steep and we legs. had to get down, I was like, Oh, I can use my hands. Like oh uh, I, I was bear crawling a lot of it. But I did I did have this moment where I thought, I wonder if there are any Vietnam vets in this race and wonder if they're like triggered by this. Because it just felt like felt like war. Yeah. Like when I saw blood drip down my arm and off of my hand and then sweat merge with it. And, like, there was a briar stuck in the top of my head. And I knew if I moved forward... Well, that's it was tradition. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. It's tradition for you to get a briar, a briar stuck in, my, in your Right head. in the soft part of my dome. <laughs> and then I moved forward and it just took a chunk of my hair off. And I looked back. My hair was in the briar. And there's blood and sweat on my hand. And I was just like, this is what I fucking want right now. I just want this. I want it to be hot. I want it to be suck. I want it to be crumbly. I want it to go on forever. I fucking loved it. <laughs> So, oh, so I get to the top, and there were vi- way few people up there, like, compared to previous years. Usually there's, like, a cowbell. A... So Laz had sent out a message, like, hey, yeah, I saw please that. don't come out to Rat Job because runners are going to be coming in and out of the Mac Trails, which is how spectators get up there. So he wanted to keep people off oh, the yeah, trails. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So there were two people there. And I got up, and I just took a breath in through my nose and was just, like, looked at the sky and I looked down, and they were just crouched down, staring at me, not taking pictures, not cheering. And the the guy goes, you're the first person who didn't complain. And I was like, blink. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Um, uh, I was going up rat jaw when the 10-hour mark passed. I was with Mr. Mike Dobies, who was punching bibs in the middle of rat jaw, and I said... Because uh, I told myself I would try, like, I would keep trying, because I also know that time is really weird on rat mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. somehow the first part takes, like, all the time mm-hmm, that exists, and mm-hmm. then you get to the end and you're like, I've definitely been like, moving for, like, 18 minutes, and you look down, and you're like, it's been two minutes. Exactly. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to chug along for a while longer, and then you're like, it's been, like, another 20 minutes, and then you're like, it's been two minutes. Yeah. Like, legitimately, yep. That's true. it's been two minutes. So even when I had, like, 14 minutes left, I was like, I, I, you never know what happens. Like, there's no concept of, like... When Radjaw actually ends, Mm -hmm. the run from the fire tower down to Laz was really short, so I was like, Mm -hmm. I just never know. I'm just going to keep trying, even though I'm out of my fucking brain. Time is a flat circle. Like, um, so anyways, I was with Dobies when the 10-hour mark passed, and I was like, can I just stand here and be sad for a minute? And did he say yes? Yeah. That's nice of him. And then I said, Can I hug you? He said, Yes. <laughs> I saw Dobie's, of course, on Ratch, I to get my bib punched, and he asked me if I was Katie Lang. <laughs> what he meant, he thought that I was Anne's, Annie's sister, Katie. I don't have a sister, Katie. Lang. Anyways. Yeah, but he was like, I know I've got this general flavor in there somewhere. It's a Lang flavor. Yeah. You're one of them. Yeah. You're one of the Langs. I just one don't of <laughs> One of them. One of them. Oh, I'd like to give a shout-out to the man who was screaming as though someone had cut his leg off with a saw on the top. Of the <laughs> as laptop. would I. Who knows if it's the same guy. Uh, you heard somebody, too? Yes! Same, like, same, like, getting his leg sawed off. Like, just... Ah! 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 Yes. <laughs> and the thing that got me was not the, the yelling, because you can yell whatever, but it was the... Ah! Yeah. You were there 45 minutes after me. How long did the man yell? That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's weirder or more likely that it was one guy or two different guys. He was 10 feet from the top. I've never heard anyone. So your guy (laughs) couldn't have been my guy, which means there's two different guys. Screaming at the top of their lungs. I've never heard anyone in real life actually go, ah! I know. Ah!" Right. Like, it's the thing that they do in the movies. Like, that's a sound effect. Right. Yeah. I mean, nobody does that in real life, because usually when they're, when they're de- desperately damaged, they're in silence, because they're in shock. My theory was that maybe he had a cramp in his balls, and he was quick to point <laughs> out that you can't have a cramp in your balls unless you're, like, smash your balls together, because uh, they cramping. So, what did he say about so, your abdomen, like, <laughs> you'd have to, like, then your body would, like, suck your balls up. <laughs> so, if you were a gentleman, I'm assuming gentleman, uh, that was screaming like that on RatJaw, Please tell us Follow what happened. Follow the party line and let us know, because we're extremely curious about the Wilhelm scream that we all heard. Now, granted, I'll feel really bad if somebody, like, broke their leg, but I don't think it. I don't Oh, I don't so, think yeah, so I, no, I'm sure no one will call in about this, because we don't have a phone number, but I was just finishing Rat Jaw with a, an army guy, and I turned to him, and I was like, I really hope that guy broke his fucking leg, and he turned to me and he goes, me too. <laughs> 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 what I meant. Yeah, I think it's just because you're like, come on, man. We're all in this. We're all dying. Yeah. We're all, all dying. We're all kind of bad stuff. Yeah, I'm so, sure all right. Well, we're spending anyways, this time on this. Yeah. Uh, it is the highlight of the day. So from the top of Radja, uh you would go back to Laz for the decision point, which is a misnomer. There is no decision for most people. Um, and I was 25 minutes past cutoff, which is not, it's not a lot. It really isn't. Um, and... Descended to a marathon finish from there. All right. <gasps> Fuck off! <laughs> so uh, I got to the decision point at 4.01. And you needed to be there by five, 5 to continue on for the marathon. Had I gotten there at 5, I would not have finished. I would have been 3 minutes over time. No, 23 minutes. 13 minutes? took me three hours and 33 minutes to finish the end. You would have been 13 minutes over. 13 minutes over. So I didn't have that much padding, frankly. Um, So I got there. I saw Andy, and I was delirious. I mean, I was happy delirious, but I was, like, getting my gear in order, getting out my Coca-Cola. And he was, like, explaining what had happened to him and that he had gotten sick and that he was feeling some weakness. And he was like, I was just really hoping that I'd see Annie and it would give me an extra boost. And I was so out of time and space that I was like, oh, I hope you do. And, like, later was like, that moment had passed. While. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, You'd already been wagging there wow, by a gator. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck poles, fuck everything I'm wearing. I, like, took everything I was wearing off and put it in my cooler I just took a single peanut butter cup and a Coca-Cola, did not fill my bladder, because I, cause I always wig out when I see Les. I'm just like, I gotta, go, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go, I'm gonna die, I gotta go. So I just left everything. Good. I had maybe eight ounces of fluid in my bladder. Are you kidding me? Luckily, I had a dousing bottle that was full. Still, I know. you ended up having three and a half more hours. No, I had two miles to the next checkpoint. Well, you didn't know that there was another checkpoint where there was water. Oh, gotcha. So I got to Laz, and he held my bib with the punch and was just like, are you sure? And I was like, do it, old oh man, do it. I mean, you got to go. I'm freaking out. <laughs> he was like, okay, have fun. And I left and descended out of there, wherever the hell there is. Tub Springs again? I don't know. Yeah, Tub Springs up towards Bald Knob. Sure, sure, sure. Whatever it was. Luckily, thank Christ, after two miles, there was an aid station. Bald so, Knob. So I geared up there, and then they said seven to go, which is definitely not true. It, there had to be more. Because I was, like, thinking about my pace and calculating. I did so much math in the last three hours. I don't. I think it might be seven from Bald to the finish. Okay, well, I'll trust it. It's still two cl- I mean, it's... Yeah, it's two climbs. So you go down jury, and then you go up. So you go down from bald, and then maybe up to jury, and then back down, and then there up There are bird? two major, yeah. major climbs, and the second of which is the back of bird, which is
1: horrendous. It is and you know this
0: from the reverse year where yes, you had to go over bird. I was okay that year, because I don't know why. It was earlier in the race. It was. But luckily, there was no sun of any kind at all. It almost looked like the sun had set. It was so dark back then. And that north side of uh, that ridge in Frozen Head is like a different ecosystem from it the is. south side. It, I did get a little bit of the wah because running downhill, I was running with my whole heart. I was not just like, I'll make it there. Every time there was a downhill, I was blasting like it was the end. And you said you were pushing on the climbs too. I, I did not think I would have to, but I was nervous and then I realized, I tried to remember how big Bird was. How is Big Bird? <laughs> bird is Big Bird. <laughs> oh, my God. So on the, one, on the descent before the back of Bird, I passed a conga of 12 people. All of those people are better climbers than me. I have no foresight. So I got to the climb. I made it maybe a quarter of the way into the climb. Some of them started catching me. I tried to go faster, halfway up the climb. Maybe seven of those guys passed me. And then when I finally got to the top, I think right before you do the descent, Larry Kelly was there, wherever he was, I think at the very top of Bird. I don't know. I, I don't know either. Um, but I picked up my new friend, Bill Stewart, there, and uh, and then we, as soon as we got to the climb, luckily that Congo had stopped and sat on rocks, which seems insane to me. I don't Maybe understand. Maybe relishing the moment. Maybe. That would be nice. Maybe. I don't think that's it. So I was like, Bill, I we're gonna go. And so we bombed Bird together. Somebody was like, I think that's the last switchback and we both went, Shut up. Don't. There are just things you don't say in races in general. One is we're almost to the top. This is the last climb. The, no. no. I, I still stand by, like, it's best to just assume that climbs go on forever, mm-hmm. that the down goes on forever, mm-hmm. that whatever you're doing goes on forever. Yes. Because then any time it ends, you're, you're completely surprised. That's true. That you don't just descend forever into hell. <sighs> here's, the, here's the bummer about the road to the finish is that because it doesn't end from the chim, from Old Mac it ends from the campground. It's much longer. It's so long. It's like it's 1.9 miles. I don't know what it is. It's terrible. And Bill is a road runner and a go ruck person. And so is his daughter. Um, and so, he, and he's also like a 325 marathoner. So he was like, oh, this feels good. And with like a full Jansport backpack on, might I add, with like patches on it and like A giant, just flopping all over the place. Lots of different ways to do BFC. Amazing that that didn't hurt you, but he pushed so, and he was talking because I knew that he probably could have dropped it down to eights, but like, we pushed mightily on the road, and did not relent, did not walk, did not slow, and came in at twelve thirty three fifty five, four seconds slower than my finish three years ago, almost identical. That's crazy. But came in feeling like I could have run 10 more miles. Felt amazing. Felt like I was on the top of the world. That's crazy. I know. It was a big day. It was a big day. Um, We should mention that we were there sitting with the famous John Feguversi, a... Barkley finisher the slowest and best Barkley finisher the Netflix guy the Netflix guy sat with him and Megan and some other folks for a little while and Ben Yancey beloved by everyone I can't believe I never caught Yancey on the course this year it makes me so tell- sad Ben I gotta tell you I I said it in jest but not really at all in jest you are getting faster as you you're are. getting older you are you're more gritty or yeah. grizzled or I don't know I don't man know. but like you're doing something right for sure I never caught Yancy and I never caught Jay Crosby. I know Jay Crosby was out there. Good job on another finish, Jay Crosby. I, it makes my heart hurt that I didn't get to see you, because it's, like, part of, like... That's... It. Seeing Jay Crosby is as important to me as, it's like... Part of the course! As, like, running testicle. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, Jay's as important to use uh, you as testicle. I hope you're listening, Jay. I think it... I think because of the course changes, it, like, flopped people around from yes. what they normally were. Yes. Because I feel like there was... I feel like there are... People who do really well on the road section so that maybe the start and the Jeep road sections, they went faster than normal. And then there was, like, the fast trail runners that still can't descend an off-trail descent for shit. true. And just, like, the distro was really different this year. Yes, it was, which bums me out because I wasn't with my peeps. Yeah. But I always meet new peeps. So thank you, Bill Stewart, for running me to the finish, which is just magical. And then, so we sat and waited as the hour went by, and we made it to, like, 13, 1310. So four out of five of our party was back in one form or fashion or another. And we knew that our dear friend G-Force was out on the 50K option. But you didn't see her at all from... From Ratja on. The so, beginning of Ratja. So there was a big black hole, even though we knew she had continued on to the 50K. There was still another, like, nine miles from the last cutoff mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. um, to know how she was faring. Yeah, we didn't know. So... Uh, yeah, people started to come in, started to get quite dark. Um, um, and then we were very close to the very cutoff. And, and Faggy was like, I have a good feeling about your friend. I think it's going to be okay. And we were like, I was like, I don't know, man. Me, me neither. Like, like so, she's a gritty, gritty bitch. But like, when it comes down to seconds and minutes, yeah, it doesn't and matter. I, and the one time I had seen her a testicle, she was like, Gassed in that mm-hmm, moment. Mm-hmm. I think when you saw her at Rat Jaw, she was, also YouTube, she was also gassed. So she just scraped it out of the bottom of the fucking barrel. And so, with two minutes left on the finish line clock anyway, we saw two headlamps on the road and we were like screaming. Screaming. Murder. So we were screaming, you've got two minutes left. And so, those two headlamps came in. Neither one of them was G. And we were just like, it was kind of like, Oh, God, because it starts to be, like, any race where you can see people far away, it's like, okay, now we've got, like, a minute and a half, half left, you can't mm-hmm. see any headlamps within mm-hmm. this small realm, so, mm-hmm. like, they have, who, if she pops up right now, she has to go from there to here in a yeah. minute and a half, yeah. like, and we see somebody in pants, because that was the thing. We most knew of that the, she was in pants. Yeah, yeah, most of the people that had come in were wearing shorts, we see somebody in pants, You start screaming, this person's in pants. (laughs) (laughs) I think Peggy too was like, this one's wearing pants. What a weird thing to say. And so we see that it's G. You and I are screaming. G is soaring in. I mean, just like hauling ass. And we're like running next to the finishing chute. We get to see her on the other side of the finishing chute. And she's laying on the ground. And she made it with a minute to spare. Insane. And we dogpiled her, which, yeah. you know. We basically kissed her biceps and then wept openly into her yeah. mouth. Well, the then, medic person was like, please let me make sure that she's okay. He was like, back okay. up, ladies, back up, ladies. And we were, and we're like, like, no, no. 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 we like, we need to get her electrolytes. We need to get her wet clothes off. And we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. We already know all this and shit. And to be, to be fair. 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 She was also like. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was like, "Where's my medal?" Like the <laughs> yeah. guys, they were like, "Here's an electrolyte pop," and she she legitimately was like, "Where's Where is is my, my medal?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Like, yeah. So I have to give a huge shout out to G because, yeah. like, uh, so Killers. she's had two fifty k finishes and a marathon finish up to this point. Right, so this so is her was fourth their, race, her third Croix. And so she just she just gutted it out like, all fucking day. So just super proud of you. Thank you. I'm super and proud, I'm of, super you proud of you too. I don't want to end on a downer note, but I could say a million more things about my race experience. But okay, yeah, well, you don't have know. to ask me in person. Okay, <laughs> when you're we a listener. hang out. No, I mean like if you're oh. a person who's interested <laughs> to know. They've talked to But it was a you know as the sixth year of this event, there was lots of like moving and shaking. Like so now there is. Uh, before this event there or before this year there was six people that had done it every year. Five people that have done it every year. Five, fabulous five. And this year, it is now down to three people who have finished the 50K every year that BFC has existed, and that is Tim Dines, Lisa Hazlitt, and Aaron Bradner. That is an elite group, and I think we're down to, because some of the five-year finishers did not achieve the six and moved down, or stayed in the five-year, the five-year pile is bigger this year which is there's 13 of us left so yeah so now they so there's 15 people that have five or five more or six. finishes. yeah which i i have to say like I, and i'm sure it's like this with any race where uh you know people finish like 10 or yeah. 15 times or whatever like boston or leadville or whatever they or like give the cons- me a fucking golden belt buckle but the but the consistency it takes to sh- to just be in that kind of shape every year? Here? Well, and not even, like, shape, like, not injured. And even if it's not injured, not getting sick. Gina was mm-hmm. sick this year, mm-hmm. so she was out. So it's like, yeah. what? Well, I mean, Having a baby, getting a new job, Yeah, moving. I mean, that's just, like, happenstance. Mm-hmm. Your flight doesn't... I mean, this could be all right. kinds of shit. <laughs> right. So, like, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next year. But um, we'll be see there. if the course changes. I will be there, and I will get the 50K or die. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm glad. TV I mean, I don't want to commit to anything, but I will be there and do the 50k or, or die. die. Okay. If I don't do anything else next year, then it's my the only 50K. plan for next year. It's literally my only plan. I, like, I only race I, twice this year. I'm going to show up in booty shorts, ankle, ankle socks, and a sports bra. I will be covered in blood by the <laughs> end hand-held. with a 50k. Just a handheld and Swedish fish loose in your fist. Just fuck. Uh, But yeah, and all kinds of like good stories, like from BFC, like Ellen Bayer. I would say triumphant return to BFC glory Mm -hmm. and having a good year. Um, My new friend Kim, who also had her. Uh, second marathon finish when she was hoping for 50k redemption this year. I would I would assume that she's probably also screaming 50k or die for next mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout just... out to Shane Bo who I got to meet yeah! on the Chimney, which was rad. Shane, thanks for thanks, thanks for, for the holler friend. while we were out there. That was really cool. Um, and Jillian, it was really cool to see you again this year. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, babe. So and to. Uh, if anyone knows who Kate is, who is wearing a pink shirt and a black hat. And I think it was Katie. Katie, okay. The, which is a huge, so Katie, neon pink shirt, lettuce, down, bird. She, you were a delight to be around. It was great. We'd love to see you again. Oh, man. I, and I, the last two years, it's definitely been a group of women mm-hmm. t- chopping, yeah. d- going down yeah, the back yeah, of the bird. Absolutely. Also, because I would love to see more of this, We need more women in this event. This is a race event that I am disappointed with the numbers. So I think there was 250k finishers, 50 50 of those approximately were women, and Mm -hmm. I think that's probably pretty indicative of the the Mm -hmm. percent makeup Mm -hmm, of the group. mm -hmm. So more women should be applying and going for BFC. Because right now we're a fourth of the contingent and that is not okay. And this is a big, hard event. It is. But it is a big, hard event whether you are male or female. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. Um, And we should also say, uh, speaking of like new women coming to the group, uh, Megan McDonald Anderson, our Columbus Fifth, uh, overcame some scary stuff herself Mm -hmm. uh, with Falls from previous runs and some uh, injury things she has going on, and she came out and gave it her all. Raced and with incredible dignity and some of the best attitude I've ever seen. And in my I've life. never heard anybody so great trying to convince somebody to let them go up yeah. rat right jaw. Yeah. She wanted to go up rat jaw, and just time was a yeah. little short, uh, but she wanted to get pulled off yeah. rat jaw, which is not not many people have the balls to try and That's go true. for that. So you have huge balls, Megan. Yeah, <laughs> congrats on <laughs> your giant tackles. That's Um, all we got for this week, I think. Yeah, I think so. But um, like, subscribe, whatever. I'm sure we'll have some new listeners to this because it will stay Barkley Fall Classic. Um, So welcome. We hope you will stay around. We have a huge event coming up that we're leaving for (laughs) In in two days, which is Adventure Race Nationals, which is a 30 hour event. And just for those of you in front of a calendar, yes. We will have done the Berkeley Fall Classic on Saturday, and then raced adventure race s- national. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Six, br- Six days later, we start a thirty-hour adventure race, which entails mountain biking, off-trail trekking, uh, and paddling for thirty. We hours. have done BFC successfully before, and run a thirty-hour race before. Not just thirty-hour race, a hundred-mile race. So we can do it. Oh, we definitely can, but you know, just. Just, just for just those of you, hold you, on for dear life. Yeah, here, bur- comes here comes more. Here comes more. Also, uh, want to s- shout out and we'll have more on social media and all that good stuff. But Birth Barf is two years old. Oh yeah! Happy birthday! Happy happy birthday! Good on you, mate. Let's go get fucked up. Let's go in an adventure race. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's how we have fun. It's gonna be awesome. It's all right, awesome. Y'all. Until next time, we are Birth Barf.